welcome back to Elevated Inspiration for Sunday School. We are at our lesson four, which is a Christmas season lesson, and it is entitled According to the Promise. This is a very familiar lesson to you, and I think you're going to enjoy it. But before we move further, I would like to encourage you to hit subscribe if you like what you're hearing so you will not miss a lesson. So let's get started. I want you to notice we have three outlines and then we're going to have our question and answer. Our first outline is the Lord fulfill his promise. This is taken from Genesis correction. Luke, the first chapter, verses 46 to 49. God personal blessings on Mary. Now, Mary has just received the news that she will have a child and she have heard that her cousin Elizabeth in Judah is also pregnant in her old age. So she took a journey, probably about 80 miles, and I'm pretty sure that family went with her that she did not go alone to see Elizabeth. And when she get to see Elizabeth, it says the babe of Elizabeth, because she's six months pregnant, leaps in her womb. But I want you to notice here in verse 46, it says, and Mary said, so Mary breaks out with a song. And I want you to look at the stanza of this first stanza of this song. My soul doeth magnify the Lord. Now notice that she says here, my soul doeth magnify the Lord. Mary realized that she is blessed. She goes on and she said, My spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior, for he hath regarded the lower state of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. So I want you to think about this for a few minutes. My takeaway is as follows. Where are the blessings in Mary's situation? Let's look at the facts. Fact number one, she lives in Nazareth. Nazareth is a very poor village. Is anything good can come out of Nazareth? Number two, she is engaged to a godly man who has a decent job. But number three, she's pregnant and not by him. So I asked the question, where are the blessings in this situation? You're pregnant, not by the man who you're engaged to. You're from a small village and you yourself is very poor. But I want you to notice what Mary says. She made a statement that God delights in blessing the ones who are of a very humble socioeconomic status and who put all of their trust in the Lord. Mary puts her trust in him. She is of a low second economic status, socioeconomic status, but she trusts and she delights in the Lord. Our next outline is God fulfilled his promises to his people. Mary continued her song. 
in verses 50 through 53 of Luke, the first chapter. And she focused on the word mercy. Notice verse 50. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Mary focused on the word mercy. Mercy on them. Not just mercy on her, but mercy on the people who fear him from generation to generation. She looked at her people and she noticed that God is merciful from all the way from Abraham to me. And in verse 51, he showeth strength with his arm. He scattereth the excuse me, he scattereth the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats, exalted them of low degree, and he has filled the hunger with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. So my takeaway from those verses is this. Pride has no place in God's kingdom. Let me say that again. Pride has no place in God's kingdom. You see, the lowest person is important as the person with the money and power. So as believers, we must have a different set of values. And we must remember, and I'm going to write the word mercy, which is the connection of all things that is happening right here. When we release our pride, and we realize that the lowest people are just as important as the person with money. We must have a different set of values. And that's what I got out of that outline. And the last outline is God promise, God's promises to us and to our families. I want you to notice here is God is faithfulness in sending the Messiah. Verse 54, he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. There's that word again. And he spake to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. So she's realizing that the Messiah is Jesus. She's realizing that the promise to Abraham is going to be fulfilled through her, through her seed. Time, my takeaway from this is that time has no bearing of God's promises. You see, if you remember back in Genesis 3.15, when Eve and Adam have sinned and been deceived by the serpent, I want you to notice what God says in 3.15 Genesis. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise his heel. This is the promise. Mary realized that God promises being fulfilled, that he promised Abraham, and even back to the promise between Adam and Eve. See, there is no time limit when God will answer his promises. Question and answer session. I have three, four questions here. Correction, three questions here that I want you to think about. What is the first thing that Mary thanked God for 
in her song. Who will experience God's mercy? And what does God promise to do for his people? Think about those questions. You know, 2 Chronicles, 2nd Correction, 2 Corinthians 1.20, and this is the Amplified Version, says, For as many are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered. Yes. So through him, we say our amen and to the glory of God. See, all the promises of God have a yes answer when we think about what Christ has done for us. All the promises have a yes answer. I like that verse. My lesson learned is God stands on his promises. Therefore, our faith in God is in an endowment through our Savior, Jesus. Because of our faith, we are joint heirs through Christ. And then our belief liberates us from human limitations while allowing God to dominate and power over negative influences and experiences in this life. So we must remember, God will always fulfill his promises. On the next week lesson, we're gonna jump back into Genesis by looking at God watches over Joseph. Let's take a few moments of reflection. Now the key verse is verse 46 and 47 of Luke, the first chapter. And Mary said, my soul doeth magnify the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. Now let's think about that verse for a few seconds. Mary realized that she is blessed. And she said that my soul doeth magnify. My soul give glory to God. Think about that. You and I are blessed because of our faith. We're able to sing the same song that Mary sang to Elizabeth by saying, My soul doeth magnify the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The soul is the inward, most deepest part of you. Is your soul magnifying God today? Is your spirit rejoicing in God? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for fulfilling your greatest promise that is sending Jesus Christ, our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.